What's going on, everyone? This is Two Bays in a Pod, and I am your host, Andrew Wright, and over in his bedroom is my co-host, Cody Johnson. Cody? Hey, everybody. What's going on? Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we have a good episode for you guys today, so stay there, keep listening, and please enjoy. What's going on, Cody? Uh, I mean, it, it feels like it's been forever, man. Uh, I know, man. How's it going over there in your neck of the woods? It's going all right. Um, we have been uh, busy trying to get uh, sleep. <laughs> uh, I mean, we had been working on our, on our house, and uh, this past week, we pretty much took a break. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just like so exhausted, and now it's hard to get back in that flow. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, we're trying to get back into it, but, uh, you know, it's, you know, we're just, I think honestly, we're just exhausted all the time. So, yeah. uh, but my wife and I, we have been watching uh, last chance you, uh-huh. and it's, uh, it's based on a team in Oakland, uh, Laney college, which is so like when they're talking about the places around there, I'm like, Oh yeah, I've been there. Yeah. I know where that's at. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so yeah, it's, yeah. it's actually, I don't know. I, I think I'm more into it, but also i like the coach more uh uh, this season than any of the other seasons that they've had Uh, this coach actually he actually cares about the players like you can tell like the other ones were just like you know care about the wins and he cares about wins i'm not saying he doesn't but he seems like he's a little more interactive with his players like Mm -hmm. a little less like in your face all the time but he will get in your face um and then um, there's really not too many guys that I don't like. Like usually there's a couple of guys that are just like, man, they do not get it. They do not get it. But uh, for the most part, man, it's, it's pretty good. So uh, I don't know if you've watched any of it, but um, when my wife is okay, watching something with sports, mm-hmm. or well, I shouldn't say sports, but something with football. Yeah. Um, that's, you know, that's, uh, that she lets me watch like religiously. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretty good. So uh, we've, we've been happy. Yeah, I've definitely liked <laughs> the previous, happy. I've definitely liked the previous season. So I'm actually, <laughs> I've been waiting to see what this new one is. Cause I hear this is the last season that you're going to do for football. And then you're going to move to basketball the next season. Oh, that would so, be cool. Yeah. I think that would be cool too. But um, anyways, yeah, I've been kind of curious. I did, I did get a notification to watch it. So I'll have to binge it this weekend when I got some time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I I'm surprised you haven't watched even one episode. So, yeah, I've been trying you know. to watch as much sports as I could. I mean, I was texting you yesterday <laughs> about the Giants game, and then I turned it off right before the right before the walk off. So, oh man, how dare you! And I'm trying to catch up on 90 Day Fiance. I'm like three episodes behind right now. So, uh, you're trying to watch the the other way? No, the uh, Happily Ever After. It's a little bit more trashier. Oh yeah, okay. I. The happily ever after uh, I haven't gotten into it yet on probably because my wife and I, we've been watching the other way uh-huh. uh, and Dave fiance the other way. And that one, I think uh, it's been okay. It hasn't been great. Um, I mean, there's, there's a lot of drama and uh, you know, I think some of it, they're just kind of like prolonging it a little bit. So it's kind of, kind of drags along a little bit, but um that's the 90 day fiance we're we're watching right now well you know what i think makes it hard is that you guys have already invested all this time to watch that season so for me to tell you happily ever after you know it's really tough because if you were to pick up right where i'm trying to pick up you know you guys would be semi-lost but 
yeah. you know, the other way, like I've only seen snippets of it, like through Twitter or Instagram or any of the pages that we follow on Instagram that'll post like kind of spoilers or anything like that. But I'm more into the happily ever after because there's more of the couples that I remember and followed up with. The other way I think has a couple of newer ones and a few, a few older ones mixed in, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I've started already on happily ever after. And I actually got to catch up on pillow talk. That's my other favorite one. Cause it doesn't matter where you at, where you're at it within the season of whichever one you watch, they mm-hmm. give you like an edited version of the show with commentating from previous couples or, or cast members from previous seasons, which makes it even funny or like, you don't have to know what's going on. You can just watch them and they, they're basically the talent of the show. It makes it really funny. Yeah. Well, that was our uh, 90 day fiance update. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> apparently that's like, I think two bays is going to become a uh, 90 day, 90 day fiance. <laughs> two bays on 90 days. Yeah. <laughs> that's the new show. So. <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna be the uh, newest show of the True Code Sports Talk. There you go. Uh, you know, franchise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, you know, I've I've been uh, just like you. I've been preoccupied with sports uh, mainly, obviously, um, with my newborn as well, and then uh, you know my daughter. Uh, you know, trying to keep her occupied as well. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but it's been nice having sports, uh, definitely keeps me, uh, keeps me sane now for sure. Uh, yeah. but, uh, Cody, how are you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. I mean, thankfully, like what you mentioned, sports are back on, uh, you know, it gives me something to unwind after like a long day of work, you know, and plus we're doing a little bit more with our podcast shows and social media. Yeah. So that's always keeping us busy. So it's good stuff though. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, um, this is a topic that, um, I think maybe I'm a little more, uh, excited about. Um, I don't know how you're feeling about it, Cody, but, um, this is a topic that, uh, I think was, it'll get a little personal, maybe not like super in depth personal, but, um, it will be, uh, something that I think we can talk about and uh, it helps you get to know us a little bit better. And also it gets us to, uh, I think, gets uh, us to get to know each other a little bit more. I mean, I know obviously we're two bays, um, but, uh, you know, you can, you always learn stuff. I mean, I'm still learning stuff about my wife. So, you know, there's there's got to be a lot of stuff I can still learn about you, Cody. So uh, any chance I get, man, I, I'm going to do that. Of course, Bay. No kidding. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, without uh, trying to trick everyone, um, the topic today is uh, jobs we thought we would have, uh, you know, when we were younger. Now, we're not talking about when we're like, you know, six or seven, because, of course, everyone is going to be like, you know, NFL, basketball. But we'll probably talk about that a little bit as well. Um, But... um, you know, we're talking about like, as you've gone along, you were in high school kind of thinking about, okay, I might have to start getting a job. You know, I have to, so jobs that we thought we were going to get, or we were going to have, uh, you know, by the time we were 30, which, uh, Cody, you are 30 and I will be turning 30 in a couple of months. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we're, we're not old, but we are, we are getting there. I, I feel say. it. Yep. <laughs> So, um, Cody, uh, you know, I have a few jobs that, uh, I thought I would have by now or, mm-hmm. uh, that I thought I, I would be going to school for. Mm-hmm. Um, but, 
um, you know, maybe I'm not doing that or I haven't, you know, you never know what the universe is going to throw at you. But for now, I, I don't have those jobs or I'm not working towards those jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Cody, what is a job that you thought you would have uh, by now when you were younger? So when I was a junior in high school, that was about the time where, you know, you get pressured by your parents or by schools to kind of think about what you want to do. Because if I'm not mistaken, my junior years when we had, you know, visita- uh, visits from, you know, community colleges, state colleges to kind of get the ball rolling for your application and what you need to do for your credits to, you know, get into college or to transfer or whatever. And, uh, at the time, I was kind of thinking about what I wanted to do. And, uh, you know, obviously growing up, I was in love with sports and uh, I wanted to do something with sports. Now, funnier story is when I was about, you know, elementary school, junior high, I wanted to be, you know, in the professional athlete realm. But if anyone knows me, they know how short I am and how improbable <laughs> that was. So my mom made me come up with a backup plan. So the best backup plan that I thought of when I was a junior in high school was to be some sort of coach for some sort of youth um, program. So whether that be in school or, you know, doing it as a travel team or whatever, or doing it in a living in some fashion or form. So what we decided was the best thing would probably be is become some kind of a teacher that would then lead into me coaching because I would get like a coaching degree and all that stuff. So actually, so I discovered that in junior year, uh, when I graduated high school that summer, I had moved to a city called Roseville up in Sacramento with my uh, best friend, And I lived with him my first semester of school and I actually was taking classes to get my um, teaching um, degree and to also kind of learn how to the best methods of coaching. I remember taking a class that was how to how to coach you how to coach sports 101 was the name of the class. I think I still have the textbook for it and everything. (laughs) And so that was like my way of getting into it. And uh, I think if I'm not mistaken, the grade I wanted to kind of coach because when my mom and I would talk about it, she's like, well, what age would you prefer? And I was like, well, I don't want, I don't want two older kids only because I feel like they're not going to listen very well just because they're going to think that they're better than what they are. But I don't want them that aren't um, old enough to understand skill. So I was thinking like somewhere between the 13 to 15, like junior high age was what I wanted to coach because they're just discovering their athletic potential and they still have enough skills to perform, you know, what you need them to do, but they're not over, they're not over the top to where they won't listen to you because they think they're better than they are. However, funny story is when we went and saw my son's eighth grade basketball team, they definitely thought they were better than what they were. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they definitely did. They definitely, did. They definitely, definitely did. thought they were NBA potential and they absolutely were not. That's another story though. But uh, for the most part, I, I thought about this age, I would be in some sort of like teaching or coaching capacity. Um, as anyone knows me and what my profession is in hotels, that's not where I ended up at. And uh, that was actually just one of many kind of jobs I thought I would have had by this time. But that's one of them that I can think of off the top of my head right now. So uh, Drew, what was yours? Well, the first one that comes to mind uh, actually is the one that made me think of this question or I guess topic. Um, it was actually uh, my dad. He uh, used to work for a place that made uh, street sweeper brooms. So not the not the street sweepers, but the brooms that, you know, obviously clean the uh, the sides of the road and whatnot. My dad used to make those and uh, he had worked. He had been doing that since I was born. Um, and I got older and I've told stories before that I, 
you know, used to travel with him. He had a, he had a lot of clients in the like Bay area, Monterey area a lot. So, uh, we traveled there a lot. Um, and then, uh, my dad was getting fed up with the company that he was working for and he found someone who had a lot more money than my dad did. Um, and he was actually based in Florida. So, uh, that was kind of problem number one, but, mm-hmm. uh, my dad, uh, then, uh, got into business with this guy and they basically created their own company. And, um, basically it was my dad's just the, the other guy was kind of putting forth, uh, money. So he was kind of like co-owner, but he was like, listen, I'll let you handle everything. Um, you know, and I'll, you know, if you have any questions, I'll, obviously I'll help you, but, he goes, it'll basically be your baby and um, I'll just, you know, help you with, with anything that you need. So um, I was around, I want to say like 10, 11, maybe, maybe 12. And, um, and so my dad was working there. And so basically my, it was named after my dad. Uh, and uh, so, you know, we had, um, you know, we had, we were always, you know, traveling and he always had me help him whenever I could. So I figured I was going to be working there. Uh, actually I thought me and my cousin were going to be working there. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically my dad had told me, he said, Hey, listen, when I retire, you're going to be the guy. Like, you know, I'll probably like, if it were right now, my dad would probably still be working. He'd probably be just doing a lot of the paperwork, mm-hmm. but I would be doing everything else. I would have, I'd be doing the labor. I'd be doing the travel stuff like that. And I actually knew how to make it. I mean, at 12 years old, I knew how to make it. So, um, for me, it was, it it wasn't going to be like something I couldn't do. And, and I think, um, I mean, I I don't mean to, you know, I, I don't mean to sound cocky, but I, I think I'm a lot stronger than my dad ever was. Um, and my dad had a lot of back issues and shoulder issues as well. And, I've been very fortunate enough to be pretty healthy in that department. So um, I probably could do more than what my dad was able to do. So I think I would have, I mean, that's what I would be doing. Um, And it's not like I would, I hated it. I, I loved it. I thought it was really fun and it wasn't like just a dead end, dead, you know, dead, I said dead end, (laughs) dead beat is what I'm trying to get out. Uh, Dead beat job. Uh, it was, you know, it was going to pay well. And, and unfortunately though, the guy that my guy, that my dad got in business with, um, he, he went through some money issues and had to cut some things. And obviously the business was one of them. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it was, it was an unfortunate situation. It was something that my dad was really bummed about. And I think my dad, you know, he'll probably never admit it, but he was, you know, he was depressed about it for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, I was very depressed and I, I feel bad because like when I was in high school, I kind of like blamed him. I was like, Oh, how come we couldn't do this? Like, you know, I would have it, I would have ran it. So I would have been so good at it. And, you know, I would tell that to my dad and, and you know, and now that I look back on it, I kind of feel like I probably made him feel like shit, <laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs> like dad, what are you doing? And it, it really was kind of out of his hands, but, uh, yeah, I, I was probably going to own my own company. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, unfortunately it never worked out that way. So that's, that's the first one that comes to mind. Yeah. It's kind of funny how hindsight always kind of makes you think things a little differently, especially when you're yeah. older. And I, for me, like I see things differently when I was, uh, 
uh, now that I'm a parent and married than when I was obviously at, at that young age of, you know, of, you know, 15, 16, 17 or whatever. When I was thinking about what I wanted to be when I was done with uh, school or whatever. And honestly, I think I, I joked with you yesterday with sending you a text. I said, I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. And, you know, I, I, if someone were to ask me that question, if I knew now what I knew back then, and somebody asked me that question, what do you want to do as a career? I still wouldn't know what, what to do. I still wouldn't know what the answer would be. So I find that funny, but actually I have another one that, uh, so funny thing is, so fast forward, um, so again, I moved to Sacramento right out of high school. I ended up moving back home like the same year, but it was in December. So I completed one semester in Sacramento and I couldn't afford living up there. So I moved back home. And uh, when I moved back home, I decided to not pursue teaching or coaching anymore. I decided to kind of, I wanted to get into something with um, music and youth ministry because when I was living in Sacramento, some of the closest friends I met, they were all like you know, musically talented. So I actually learned how to play guitar when I was living in Sacramento. And I was like, totally gung ho about it. Like I wanted to be a rock star and all that. And um, I remember wanting to take classes, I think at a church to kind of help teach me how to be like a worship leader. And then I thought that would get my foot through the door to be a, a youth minister and all that stuff. So I had to learn, I had to figure out like what I want to do for school in that sense. And, uh, and so that was a goal that I wanted, like when I first moved home. So I was like 18 and I actually pursued that goal for a couple of years because when my wife and I were first dating the church that her and her parents went to, I, I started going there too. And they had, and they were a Baptist church and they had like an, they had like old hymns that they would sing with just like a plain old piano and somewhat organ. And then they would on some special occasions, they'd have a bass player to back up the piano or organ player, which was kind of odd at first. But anyways, like uh, we would typically how this service would go is we would do like a, like a, you would do a Bible study in your age group to start the morning. And then after that, everybody then would meet in the sanctuary for the, for the main service of worship or whatever. And I remember um, Abby and I, we were in a, uh, uh, we were in a worship band at this church that we were trying to start up on Wednesdays, on Wednesday nights, I think we were called the buzz band because, um, we, we were trying to get all the buzz, I think is what our phrase was. And pretty much our only thing that we were doing, is Abby and I playing guitar or piano. She played the piano and we would try to play modern worship songs because again, they were only singing hymnals. And so we were trying to put a bit of youth in that church because it was all older, older, um, you know, attendees, and we were trying to get more youthful uh, attendee, attendees in there. And plus, like, again, they weren't playing anything within this century. So we tried to change that. And we did that for a few years. And then we stopped it because I think we just got tired of it. And again, plans changed. And so I had to call an audible and figure out what I wanted to do with my life. Because again, here, my wife and I at the time, we were probably about a year and a half into, I think we were a year and a half, almost two years into dating before we decide before we I proposed and then we were planning on getting married. So now it's like, what did I, what now, what do I want to do? And so, but I just remember wanting to be a youth pastor and doing something with music for so long. And, you know, it was kind of funny, like when I actually started doing it, I realized it wasn't even what I wanted to do because like now, as I'm older, looking back, it probably wasn't for the right reasons. Cause I was more or less to work, <laughs> to live out a rock star fantasy. And trust me, there's nothing rock star about it. <laughs> So uh, my second one is 
actually, I thought I was going to be a sports journalist. I thought I was going to be on ESPN or Fox Sports 1 or whatever it may be. I thought it was I was going to be on there. Um, I used to, when I was playing my video games, and specifically my sports video games, I would actually do uh, play-by-play. So I would put <laughs> it on mute, and I would do play-by-play. Um, I would still do it if my wife uh, wouldn't make fun of me or try and record me all the time. But uh, <laughs> it's just fun for me. Um, I would always do, like, I, I had, like, an announcer voice, uh, and that's in air quotes because, you know, I would be like, and this is... San Francisco Giants baseball, and uh, we are here in the bottom of the seventh. Uh, the Giants are down six to one to the Padres. Mike Yastrzemski is at the plate with three zero count, and he takes low for ball four. So that's kind of what <laughs> that's what I would do. Uh, and um, you know, I would also like fill in the spots, you know, in <laughs> in between pitches or in between plays and I'd be like, yeah, you know, this guy, uh, you know, Yastrzemski is, uh, his grandfather played for the Boston Red Sox out in 86. And, you know, so, I would always, <laughs> so um, you know, I, I used to do that. And then um, I, I just, I always loved that. I always wanted to do like play by play or how like have my own radio uh, show. So that's probably why, you know, talking about last week, how I I love so many podcasts, mainly it's sports podcasts, because mm-hmm. um, it's kind of like what I wanted to do, and uh, that's I mean really that's that's uh, a whole reason why I wanted to um, I wanted to uh, do a podcast with you because mm-hmm. it was something that I've always wanted to do, and I know you were into sports, and I I didn't like I didn't want to do it just by myself. I didn't think it was going to be that good if it was just me. So. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so I always thought I was going to be a sports journalist. That was kind of, I think that was more of a dream job, but uh, it was something that, you know, I used to think I would have. But anyway, uh, that's yeah. my that's my second one. Uh, what was your third job? Well, first off, I got a follow-up question for you. Do you remember when ESPN tried putting out a reality show? It's basically It was basically a contest for them to find their next star anchor. Do you remember this show? I absolutely, I used to watch it all the time. Yeah, I used to as well because I used to try to answer the questions and like the teleprompters that they would give them and like the rules and stuff like that. I always found it interesting. And I have to be honest, uh, now that, uh, oh, what's his name? He's like one of the most famous uh, sports broadcasters and he has a college that he opened up. Uh, oh, uh, Dan, Dan Patrick. Yeah, Dan Patrick uh, has been advertising his school of like broadcasting and social media and podcasting. And I've been thinking about like, huh, I wonder how much money it would be to go to that school just because, you know, now that we've been doing this, I'm like, oh, if we can turn this into a thing, like I want to be good enough to do it. But I think the charm of it is like neither one of us have experience. (laughs) I mean, I would love to do that. Um, I would basically have to stop what I have been working at trying to do for a couple of years now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I don't know how my wife would feel about that, but yeah, I've, I've thought about that too, like trying to apply and, you know, see if I can do that. And maybe I could do, you know, both jobs. You never know, but um, yeah. uh, But yeah, I'm with you, man. I've always always thought of that. (laughs) I thought, I think that'd be really funny. I don't even know if I can do something like that. Cause I, you know, some of the fun parts of my, of me being in, in my teens and being in a sports is watching, obviously watching sports center 24 seven and, 
uh, picking out your favorite anchor. And when he came on, he, you know, he did always the best highlights. And for me, it was yeah. Stuart Scott, which we're kind of going on oh, a different I subject, Stuart but Scott. I just think yeah. the, the charisma that he would do his, his uh, breaking down of the games, I thought was really fun and made me want to be something like that. But you know, if it's you, a, it's definitely an art form and a, and a, a good career if you got into it though, because I mean, yeah. there's a ton of opportunity doing into that now with like social especially media. Now. Yeah, yeah. Especially the online platforms where you can, like, I don't know how many times my wife has offered for us to be, you know, bloggers essentially. And it doesn't even have to be a personal blog. She's even recommended yeah. we can do our a sports blog, you know, as like yeah. just a guest spot. And I'm like, oh, maybe we should because we're so <laughs> much into that kind of a stuff. Maybe we should give it a dabble and try to live out our dreams like we're still trying to do. So, yeah, for sure. Uh, the best sports center for me was Stuart Scott and SVP. Oh yes. my God. Legend. They were so good, dude. <laughs> I one time remember seeing it was a Sunday night. I remember one time seeing Stuart Scott and Chris Berman do a Sports Center show together, <laughs> and I thought that was magic because yeah. Chris Berman couldn't complete the highlights. <laughs> he <laughs> he funny. he had a lot of charisma, but he would you know he would start on something and then it'd go so quick, and then he had to change change it up real quick. And yeah, you know him and Stuart Scott, they had this this energy together, which was really really fun. But when him and when Stuart Scott and SVP got together, that was that was magic. I was all, oh, I yeah. always loved seeing that. Yeah, those were always my favorite sports centers. I always loved those. Yep. So okay, so um, I got one last one. Um, so now we're going to go bypassing the youth minister or worship leader that I was trying to be in my, uh, in my late teens, early. 20s. And now we're going to go to devil worshiper. <laughs> Sounded like you're going, going complete to, opposite. Now we're going to hell. Satan. We're going, we're going from heaven to hell. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so um, at this point now, my, uh, my then fiance and I were trying to figure out like what we should do for careers. Cause we were both kind of in the same boat. We both have a little bit of college education. We don't know what we want to do with it. We need to kind of find somewhat of adult jobs pretty, pretty quickly. Cause right now, like we're, we're wanting to get married, but we really don't have like a career set or anything like that. Like what some of our other more mature friends have done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, so my mom had suggested that I uh, apply for one of these vocational schools where essentially you get the same education, but in half the time. And mm-hmm. essentially, I had to enroll in Corinthian College. And now, for any of those who know what Corinthian Colleges are, they're the college that had the illegal, um, basically illegal practices of promising, uh, if you get this degree, you'll get this job starting at this salary. And obviously, they couldn't fulfill it, amongst other things that they were doing kind of fraudulently. That's why their school no longer exists. But um, I had I had enrolled in their school to be an accountant because, you know, at the time when I was in school, I was really good with numbers. I couldn't do squat with English or literature or anything like that. So definitely wasn't going to go, I wasn't going to go take any job that required a ton of reading. So I figured being an accountant was the best way to go. And so I took a couple accounting classes. I was into numbers, so I kind of got into it. And, uh, uh, needless to say, again, with the job that I have now and kind of the industry I've been in now for almost 10 years, um, it's definitely not the job I chose, but I do still use a majority of what I learned from that school and accounting in my job nowadays. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and also, ironically, a job that I didn't want to read a whole lot, 90% of my day is reading. <laughs> so that's kind of one of the offsets <laughs> of it. But uh, yeah, I wanted, I was supposed to be an accountant uh, all those years ago. So I was supposed to be in a dark, uh, room, you know, crunching numbers and unhappy and 
having a pocket protector and a calculator on me at all times. And <laughs> thankfully, uh, my wife and I discovered hotels and I haven't looked back ever since. So that was probably my last job that I was supposed to do. I was supposed to have it around this time had I just stayed the path or, or yeah. just continued on. So um, I have, I actually have two more um, and I'll, I'll just uh, spout, no, spout them off uh, rapid fire, I guess. Um, the first one was uh, a pastor, which is kind of funny that you kind oh, of said yeah, yeah. well. Uh, actually, my dad uh, used to be a pastor and he was a pastor of a church. And um, he, I mean, I guess a lot of my stories are, you know, my dad had a job and so I thought I was going to follow suit. Um, but really it was, it was mainly because my dad had this job and, uh, the church that we live or that we, that my dad was a uh, pastor at, um, we also lived with, there was a house on that property. It was like right behind the church. And so we lived in there. So my dad would go to work and, you know, just basically walk to work. So, uh, a lot of the times I would go with him, especially during summer, uh, I would just go in there and, and, you know see if I could help him out, you know, cause I get bored, you know, you can play video games for me. I can play video games for only so long. And then after a while, I'm just like, okay, I need to do something else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I would go in and, and my dad would kind of tell me, okay, you know, this is, this is kind of part of being pastor that, you know, got to do this. You got to go make visits at the hospital for people, you know, for people in your congregation who have family members who are in, you know, the hospital and, uh, could possibly be on their deathbed or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, have a serious injury and, you know, you don't know which way it could go. And uh, you got to go do funerals, you got to do weddings, you know, and and then he would also tell me, you know, kind of how things worked around the church and, you know, stuff that he would get ready for. And, um, you know, I would always ask him, I go, you know, how did you, how do you come up with, you know, the material? Like, how did you come up with the sermon that you were going to speak? And he goes, honestly, uh, usually I come up with it on Friday and, uh, you know, usually Friday before I leave, I jot down a few notes Saturday. I actually fill out what I'm going to do and what verses and he goes, honestly, I just, I pray all week. And then Friday, it usually comes to me, write it on Saturday and Sunday, I kind of go over it real quick and then I just go out there and do it. So essentially my dad used to just wing it <laughs> on Sunday, <laughs> kind of funny. Um, and, um, he actually, I think he was better prepared on Wednesdays because they would do kind of like a Bible study type thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, It wasn't necessarily church. And so I think he was better prepared for that than on on Sundays, which is funny. But, um, you know, I I used to get really inspired because my dad was very passionate. Like when he was up on the altar, he would, he was very passionate about what he said and what he did and stuff. And, and, um, you know, I, essentially I thought I was going to be following suit and I don't want to say that I felt like I had to cause I wasn't pressured to, but I just did kind of have that feeling like, Oh, I should, I should, you know, follow my dad's footsteps. You know, I think I would be pretty good at it, but over like, as I got older, you know, I had more questions with uh, no answers. There were things that, you know, I couldn't, you know, fully believe in. And I felt like at the time, especially the church that my dad was at, um, you know, no one would buy into that. And I ultimately decided that I'm not going to do that. Come to find out, honestly, now there are churches that kind of had the same views that I did, that they actually, you know, they accept basically everyone. And 
they're still, you know, learning about it was, it's just funny. I found that out not too long ago, actually. Um, and it's just kind of funny. I was like, Oh man, I could have, I could have done it, but it's not something that I was super passionate about. Uh, it's something that I thought maybe I was supposed to do, or I was going to do, uh, regardless. And, um, you know, I'm glad I didn't, but, uh, it, it was something that, uh, you know, for a few years I did feel like I was going to be doing that. Yeah. Um, and then I thought I was going to be a teacher. So, I mean, pastor, okay. teacher, you can kind of see some similarities. Um, you know, mainly I thought about it when I was working at an after school program and this is actually where I met my wife and, um, I thought I was going to be a teacher, but you know, it was either going to be a math teacher. So basically I was going to be doing high school. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Uh, you know, a math teacher or a PE teacher, um, you know, or I felt like I could do like first or second grade, uh, second grade, or even actually what was my best class? I think my best class was second grade. Um, and second grade was so fun. I, they, what's great about second grade is, I'm sorry. It is third grade. I was wrong. It was third grade. Sorry. Um, Third grade is like when they're starting to kind of get into like sports. So it was really fun. Like I would play uh, with the kids like outside. We'd play basketball or, you know, play four square kickball, you know, all that stuff. It was really fun. And they were like, everyone would participate whether they liked it or not. And they were kind of at that grade where they weren't ready to rebel yet. They weren't ready to like, test you on things you Mm -hmm. know there are obviously going to be a couple of those kids but like not majority of them so like third grade was kind of like that threshold because then Mm -hmm. i I ended up you know having like fourth and fifth graders and um you know they don't listen as much (laughs) so so um i always wanted to do like third grade or or lower and also um you know or math teacher in high school or, or pe teacher in high school so uh, and basically the reason I wanted to do that, cause I, I wanted to coach, um, mm-hmm. you know, coaching was something that I thought I could do. I actually just coached, um, my daughter's uh, basketball team, kindergarten basketball team. And, uh, yeah, I could not have coached young kids. I just, I never thought, you know, first I felt like maybe I'm doing too much. And then I was kind of like, uh, maybe I'm not doing enough, you mm-hmm. know, should I, should I get on them for that? Do I need to make them run? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, it's just one of those things. So if I were going to coach, I would have to do, uh, older kids for sure. Cause I'm a little, I think, well, I, I'm not as patient <laughs> for little kids. And like, I think I played it off pretty good, but I'm just not, not a person who can be patient so long. Um, and also i'm a i think sometimes i come off a little rough especially when i'm like trying to coach mm-hmm. so like when i was helping out your your son with his sports i felt like there were sometimes i may have been a little too rough but then i was like uh, i got yelled at all the time at that age so well it, what's funny is like and it, and i don't mean to cut you off here about this part but i feel like i need to speak on this because i think you would have been fine like i think younger kids like your daughter's age that you were coaching that you mentioned is probably something that you would have to adapt to because you would have to let a lot go. And someone like you, who's very structured, who, you know, there's a reason why we do this drill. And if you don't do it correctly, you get punished. And then it's just going to set like a good, you know, a good discipline to continue to get better. And I think 
when my son was in sixth grade, he would have been, I believe, 12 at the time, is you coached, uh, you, you helped him with baseball, and then you helped him out on his pitching later on in the season, and you knew how to talk to him, and I think with you being direct and no gray area, it really gave him a direction on what he was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And then when you were coaching him in basketball, that was another la- layer that you were able to help him with because you knew how to directly say it to him. And then because I could have told him the same thing, but of course I'm dad, he's not going to listen to me, but you know, he listens and respects you. So when you were really direct with him and you know, you, you would get on him for things that he should have done better. He would respond to it. Now it took him a couple of attempts in that drill, but he would get it. He would get it eventually. And, you know, knowing and seeing the accomplishment that he did and then witnessing you or I like praise him for, that was a really good job. Now let's change it up a little bit and challenging him, I think helped out a lot, but believe it or not, man, I think you're the directness and not giving them wiggle room of like, you know, you can do it like this or you can do it like that. So I'll let you, I'll leave that up to you when really you were like, this is the exact way you need to do it. And this is how the, the footwork goes or so on and so forth. So that kind of direction really, I think works best just because if you give too much gray area, then it's like, well, I don't know, then I don't know what I'm allowed to do and what I'm not allowed to do. So I, I thought you did, I thought you did well. And had you did this regularly, you would have definitely been, been someone that can, can really change a lot of kids and help them out, even if however direct you feel and all that stuff. I appreciate the kind words. I really do. Um, you know, I, I feel like if I would have done it, yeah, I would have got the hang of it eventually, but, um, you know, I, yeah, I just, little kids, it's a little bit harder for me. I think just like I said, I'm, I'm just a little, I'm not as patient. And so with little kids, you know, it's, it, you got to be a little patient because obviously they're still learning and they're still getting their, uh, athleticism and, you know, they're going through, you know, growing bodies still and, and all that. So anyway, uh, that's just kind of what I always thought I was going to do. Um, that was probably the last thing that I thought I was going to do before I decided that I was going to, pers- uh, uh, try and get into the, uh, police department. Um, and so, and I've obviously been working towards that. So, um, but yeah, I mean, those are, those are the jobs I thought I would have by now. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously a few things fell through some things I just wasn't passionate about. Um, and then some things I just, uh, you know, I ended up going a different direction. So, yeah, yeah. Hey, I, I don't, I don't regret it. I, I do wish that I would have had a chance to, uh, run my dad's business with the street sweeper broom. Cause I don't mean to, I don't, I'm not trying to have like a humble brag here, but I, I was pretty good at it. Like I understood it at a young age. So I figured if I grew up in it, um, I would have been really good and, and, um, would have understand how to do things. And, and like I said, I, my dad had back and, and shoulder issues and, uh, I've been fortunate enough to, uh, to not have those issues yet. So. I think I could have done it. I believe in you, Drew. I think you could too. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Well, I enjoyed it a lot. I thought that was a really good conversation. Um, you know, it's kind of nice to kind of reminisce a little bit and it gets uh, the listeners to get to know us a little bit. And I got to know a little bit about, uh, uh, you, you know, your your thought process when you were a little bit younger. So yeah, I enjoyed it. Cody, did you? Yeah, actually, I, I found it entertaining how 
how uh, the same path that we wanted for our lives were essentially the same up until a certain point. So <laughs> yeah. I found I found that kind of humorous. I mean, we already have a ton in common, and now it's like we were living twinsy lives, except uh, you know, uh, you know, not to be a dumper downer, but you had a really positive male influence in your life, and I did too. Just it wasn't in the role of my my dad, but you know, mm-hmm. I'm. It's cool to hear that. Uh, you know, you had such a huge, your dad gave you such a huge impact that you, you know, want, had these passions and pursuits from witnessing him doing all this. And, you know, it, it kind of encourages me as a dad, hopefully I'm doing the same for my kids. So I, so yeah. I find that really cool. Yeah. I think I'll, uh, I think I need to text him today or tomorrow. <laughs> hey, thanks dad. <laughs> He'll probably be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't even think he listens to this. He's like, what do you want, Drew? Yeah. <laughs> oh God. What? Do you need money? <laughs> no. Don't tell me Jessica's help. pregnant again. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, on that note, we're going to end it there. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. Um, like I said, I love this conversation. It was, it was fun. Um, you know, we were a little distracted in the beginning because there was, we were watching the Lakers and Clippers game. <laughs> and then uh, after that game, I'm now watching the Giants and Padres. And uh, I was actually, you know, when I was doing my whole sports journalist uh, thing, mm-hmm. I was actually doing the play-by-play as it was happening. So just, you know, if you guys thought it sounded real, that's because it was. <laughs> <laughs> so um anyway uh i had fun cody uh any final thoughts no uh be safe everybody wear a mask wash your hands um be kind to everybody and uh yeah check out all of our episodes and listen to all the uh past uh content that we've done and uh be ready for next week drew for sure for sure i we're excited uh we're gonna try uh something a little different i think we're gonna do a movie review um, we are deciding what movie we are wanting to do next week, and uh, hopefully, it can kind of become a little bit of a uh, of a series that we can that we can start doing. So uh, I'm excited. Um, I don't know about you, but uh, I- I'm getting excited. Hopefully, um, we can figure out a movie before next week. Maybe we should put it out on Instagram for people to give us suggestions and we'll pull from the suggestions or something. That's a a good idea. Let's do that. And uh, if we don't hear from a lot of people or we don't get the same ones, then or we'll just go from that list. You know, we're not getting the same ones. Majority will rule, I'll say. Yes. So if we get if we get like three people commenting and two people have the same movie, then those two, the the two people that have the same movie that's the movie we're gonna do so keep that in mind everyone please comment and uh and uh, then we can watch the movie and we'll review it the show all right man see you next week see you all right guys well thank you so much for uh listening we always appreciate it um one thing that will be a big help to us is if you will go to any of the major podcasts, that being Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, iHeart, and uh, Spotify. If you go to those, subscribe, rate, and review on any of those formats. Anything and everything will help. Uh, one stars help us get better. Five stars we just like a lot better. Um, so we we definitely uh, need everyone to do that because that helps us out, like I said. 
So uh, also go to our social media site. On two days, we are strictly on Instagram. Uh, we always post uh, some really cool either questions on our story or kind of what we're going to be talking about this week. Um, or, you know, if, if anything happens during the week, we kind of always bring that up as well. So really good stuff. We want to hear from you guys. Comment. Um, you know, if you have any questions for us, you can direct message us. Um, or if you have any topics that you'd like us to hit on, we definitely would appreciate those as well. So please feel free to do that. Also go check out uh, Drew Code Sports Talk, which is our other um, other show that we do, other podcast. And uh, we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and also YouTube. Um, and then also go check out fnxfitness.com. They got great workout gear, and they also have great workout supplements. Uh, and uh, we can actually get you 15% off with using one of our promo codes, and Cody will actually explain to you how you can get that 15% off. Cody? That's right, guys. Go to DrewCodeSportsTalk.com. On the homepage at the very bottom, there's a link called Partners. You click on that. It'll take you directly to the link that you need to click on to go to FNXFit.com, like Andrew said, in order to begin your shopping and all your supplements and all that stuff. So definitely go check out all that and use the promo code DrewCode15 to get 15% off your purchase when you guys are all done and you're about to check out and you'll definitely be, uh, be getting a huge savings on that. Uh, also on the website at drewcodesportstock.com, there is live links to the podcast websites that Drew mentioned with iHeart, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. You can click on those, subscribe right then and there, rate and review like Drew had mentioned. Uh, you can also listen to full episodes of Two Bays in a Pod, which is on there, and Drew Code Sports Talk. So we really appreciate you guys listening and supporting us. Continue to uh, let us know what we can do and also leave us some comments or suggestions or topics that we that we can talk about. So we appreciate you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed this and we'll talk to you guys next week.